Greetings, this is Shane Ross, and this is the Edit Bay Podcast, Episode 21, Talent. The Edit Bay is sponsored by Artbeats.com. Do you need that one shot to finish your show? A shot that would cost you a fortune to go and shoot yourself? Or some cool background to comp into your green screen interview? Artbeats has you covered. They have thousands of clips to choose from in standard and high definition. And hey, you know what? Now Artbeats is giving away one clip every day. That's right, 30 free clips a month. Free footage. Who can't use that? So go check out Artbeats and maybe the clip you need is just the one they are giving away. If not, you're sure to be able to find what you're looking for in their large catalog. Artbeats. Footage you can use. I knew I wanted to make movies ever since I was 9 years old. Now a lot of people in my generation say that Star Wars inspired them to get into movie making. That's true with me too, sorta. It wasn't the Star Wars movies per se, but rather the making of The Empire Strikes Back that got me interested. It wasn't seeing how they made the movies that got me interested, although that was a contributing factor. That looked pretty daunting. No, it was the end of the show where they showed all the fan films that people made after seeing the first Star Wars film. They showed the ages of the filmmakers, and a lot of them were my age, or not much older. It was at that point that I said, hey, I can do that. And then I did. I started with small animated films using my stuffed animals. They were all very sci-fi and fun to make, but I didn't do much beyond that. Film was expensive, and I didn't have a video camera. But when I could be involved in making films or video, I would. Then, when it was time to go to college, I headed off to film school. I, like most of the students there, wanted to direct. It was everyone's dream to be the next big director, the next Steven Spielberg, the next Martin Scorsese, the next David Lynch, the next Michael Bay. Okay, I don't know about that last one. He really wasn't around when I was in college. Now, the one thing that film school does in the first couple of years is weed out those who aren't serious about filmmaking, the ones who thought that filmmaking was easy and all fun and games. They come to find out that, wow, you really have to have a decent story and know how to tell it. Wait, you mean I have to wake up at 5 a.m. and we don't stop until 9 p.m.? Maybe midnight? No, I didn't use a light meter. Is that why the footage is all dark or overexposed? Easily one-third to one-half of the freshman class drop out of film school. Good. More room for the rest of us, passionate for the craft. Now, here I am in film school, wanting to be the next David Lean, you know, the guy who directed Lawrence of Arabia, when I come to realize that the real job of the director is a grand marshal. Not to only deal with the DP, but deal with the props and the set design and locations. And also to deal with the actors. Yes, the actors. It's the director's job to get the performance they want from the actors. Help coax out what they need. Help design the characters with the actors. Well, I didn't know how to do that. Okay, so my talent wasn't as a director. Hey, not everyone will be the next big director. But every director needs a good director of photography, right? With all the other students wanting to direct, there were a few slots open for people to shoot for them. There were plenty of DPs, and more than a few of them wanted this as their first career choice. I found that helping set up the framing of a shot, designing the lighting, setting the mood, was something I had some talent for. Not a lot, but I wasn't too bad. But who knows, maybe I'll be the next Deakins or Cronenworth. I shot a few films and made a few mistakes. But hey, that's what film school's for, learning what to do and what not to do. By the time I left, I had a decent skill set for shooting, but something had happened that I ignored while I pursued my cameraman career path. I had edited two projects. One was a short film I was directing, where I had the clue that I wasn't a good director, 
and the editor of the show had to bow out due to a death in the family. So I found myself editing my own film, cursing at my directorial decisions. But I found myself in the edit bay for hours, trying one thing, then another, doing everything I could to save the film. I never did, and it still sits unfinished. I was a pretty bad director. Then there was this documentary project that I produced, and I also ended up editing. Again, I spent lots of time in the edit bay, and when there was a shot I wanted, I'd go shoot it. But one thing I didn't realize until after I graduated was that I really liked editing. I mean, I was a decent shooter, but what I really wanted to do was edit. I had this epiphany when I was working on a Hollywood feature as the apprentice editor. I'd sit and watch the dailies and begin editing the scenes in my head. I'd watch the editors and see how they assembled scenes. I fell in love with the art of editing. It was then I realized that I wanted to be an editor. The trick is admitting to yourself that what you think you want the most isn't what you're best at. That you would be far happier in the long run doing what you do best. And when you end up doing what you do best, you will end up being happier at what you do. You might find out that that actually is your passion, what you want to do most. So your passion might be filmmaking, but your talent might not be directing. It might not be editing or camera work or even acting. It might be setting up the lights or organizing the production or even accounting. You might realize that this career path that you ended up doing might not have been what you originally set out to do, but, like me, you might end up enjoying it far more. Okay, that does it for this show. Please join me next time for a story from The Edit Bag. Mm-hmm.